in Deuteronomy 5 and 17. Bless you, Ricky. Good to be a Christian this morning. Good place to be this morning. Thankful for a God that's real this morning. We know he's not dead in a tomb because he's been here this morning. Amen. Verse 17, we'll try to get through these last five commandments this morning. I thought this. We're living in a society that don't pay a bit more attention to these commandments than the man on the moon, but but there's a God on the throne that hasn't changed his mind about it or hasn't backed up on any of it. And, and this first one in verse 17, it says, Thou shalt not kill. Uh, thou shalt not kill. Over in John 3.15 says, If you hate your brother, you've committed a murder already in your heart. You've committed murder, but... I thought our society don't pay much attention to this commandment or the rest of them. They, uh, I thought I seen on the news a couple of weeks ago about road rage. Used to be they just uh, use vile language or obscene uh, hand marks, but now they just pull out a gun and start shooting. Yeah. They say it happens just about every day somewhere in the country. Somebody pulls out a gun over road rage and just starts shooting people, but... Our society's in bad shape because because they've got away from the commandments. That they've got away from what God says about it, and and God hasn't changed His mind about none of these commandments and none of these statutes, and they're not grievous. Therefore, our benefit. And think how much better society would be if they just obeyed these ten commandments. My, you wouldn't have to lock your doors. You wouldn't have to. My, you wouldn't have to worry about somebody shooting you. How much better? Do you see they're not grievous, but they're for our benefit and the benefit of society. Uh, society and, and, and you know, the, uh, we're living now in a society. They don't really, uh, just like the, the other commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery or thou shalt not steal or thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor or thou shalt not covet. We're living in a society that don't pay more attention to them than nothing. It's just like common, uh, it's just common among society to, to commit these like there's nothing wrong with. But, but it's beneficial for us and for society. And although, you know, you, they might be getting by with it now, there's a judge sitting up on the throne and their sins are going to find them out. Uh, because judgment upon sin is not executed speedily, the Bible says men just keep right on sinning, but there's going to come a day of reckoning. Come a day of reckoning, and when it's all said and done, and you weigh it in the balance, your sins ain't going to be worth holding on to. You, there's going to cost you far more than you was ever willing to pay. The, uh, the, the judgment for that sin is going to be far above any, any pleasure or anything you might have got out of the sin. It just ain't going to be worth holding on to. Amen and hallelujah. I, I thought that thou shalt not kill. You, you know, that there's about six, somewhere around 16 different death penalties for sin that you find in the Old Testament that God said it's worthy to be put to death if you commit these sins. Uh, again, society has went away from that to, to society's harm. Do you see, God would often say, when he would say this, by doing this, you would therefore put away evil out of Israel. He said that many times. And, and by bringing judgment upon sin, upon 
up on these things. It, it puts away evil out of society. But society is, seems to get prone to, to letting people buy with anything anymore. But that's not God's way, and it's not beneficial to society. Hallelujah this morning. And he said, Thou shalt not kill. He said, Neither shalt thou commit adultery. And Jesus said, If you have lust in your heart, you've committed adultery already. And society don't pay more attention to it than nothing, but it's, it's wrong. And God's going to bring judgment. And nothing, nothing any good will ever come from it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing will ever good come out of it. When it's said and done, I don't care who done it, they're going to say, I wished I'd have never done it. It's never going to be worth it. Never. Uh, uh, neither shalt thou steal. Uh, again, society don't, you know, you can get something stolen and, and call the police, and I don't blame the policemen, I blame the judges. Uh, I, the, you can call a policeman and they, they won't, they don't even want to talk to you. They won't do nothing about it. It's like it's okay. It's like nothing wrong with it. But it's still sin in the eyes of God. There's still going to be a day of reckoning for stealing. You can't. Uh, I'm glad I'm going moving to a city one day whose builder and maker is God. And sin will never enter that city. One of the greatest things about that city, sin will never enter there. Hallelujah this morning. We won't have to lock the doors on our mansion door. Woo! Hallelujah this morning. Woo! Somebody tells you something, you'll be able to believe it. Amen. What a What a place that's going to The greatest thing, Jesus is going to be there. But one of the, probably next to that, we're going to rise over in that city with that new body to never sin again. Amen. We'll never fail him again. We'll never come up short again. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Glory! Well, this old country, folks, is going to move to the city one of these days. Hallelujah this morning. Praise his high and holy name this morning. Woo! Glory! Neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor. Again, a society don't pay a bit more attention to a lie man and the moon, but it's never beneficial. It'll never prosper. It'll never do you any good. My, when it comes to your taxes, when it comes to unemployment, when it comes to Medicare or Medicaid or anything else, that they, they kind of put those forms, but it'll never prosper. Without being honest. There's a God in heaven. And we don't have to tell a lie to get by down here. We've got a God in heaven that will take care. And he says, thou shalt not steal. Hallelujah. And he's going to require it at everyone's hand that steals. Or lies. Or tells a lie. Hallelujah. And now this last and tenth verse. It's kind of a. It's a gateway sin to all the other sins. It's a, one of the most dangerous sins. Because it start, it's in an inward sin. Down in our heart. Neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife. Neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's house. His field. Or his manservant. Or his maidservant. His ox. Or his ass. Or anything that is thy neighbor's. And, and a lot of times we think we can have these things down in our heart. And hide them. 
can't hide them. You can't hide them. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth's going to speak. You're going to tell on yourself. You'll tell them, you can't hide what's down in your heart. And, and we get those things down in our heart, and it's a gateway sin. Do, do you see that covetous or, or that lust or, gets down in your heart? It's a gateway sin to, to the other sins, to adultery, to stealing, or, or to telling lies. It's a gate, and it's a very dangerous sin. It's a sin we, uh, it's common among our society. My, that's what the lottery's all about. The dog track's all about. It's all about covetousness. You, you give that pay that money hoping to get much more back it's all about the sin of covetousness but it's a dangerous sin it really is and it'll get a hold of you and it'll never be no good come out of it it'll never be no good come out of it my goodness gracious I praise his high and holy name now Moses uh, I thought these ten commandments I thought society has forgot about them but we as God's people shouldn't forget about them Moses told us over here on the first verse that we should hear him that we should learn them, that we should keep them, that we should do them. On over here in a chapter or so, on over in this message, he's going to tell us to write, put them up on the frontlets of our eyes, that we could always see them. He's going to tell us to write them up on the doorpost of our houses and up on the, our fence posts. We should put these Ten Commandments. Do you see, these, I believe there's 613 laws found in the Old Testament Scripture. But these Ten Commandments is kind of the pinnacle of all the other commandments. If you keep these Ten Commandments, you're, the rest of the commandments is pretty much going to fall in line for the most part. But they're the pinnacle of all the others. And then the Lord Jesus Christ came along in the New Testament. And he put a pinnacle on top of the Ten Commandments with the golden rule that should love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And love thy neighbor as thyself. Praise his... So if we put, keep them first at pinnacle of Jesus and love the Lord our God with all of our heart and love our neighbor, we're going to pretty much keep the Ten Commandments. If we'll keep those Ten Commandments, those other 630, do you see they're important? They're important enough that God said, write them up on the doorpost of your houses. My, I'd love to see us as a church put a big old sign out there right under the cross out on the outside of the Ten Commandments. My, they ought to be portrayed. Society has forgot about them. But they're the most important thing that we can get a hold of and learn them and keep them and do them. My, they're beneficial to our lives and beneficial to society. Oh, praise his high and holy name. Now, that, that I've been, I don't know how many lessons I've been, and this has been Moses' text to this message. These Ten Commandments is his text, and he's going to go all the way up to the end of the 11th chapter with the message, and this is his text. I, I thought I heard, a, a, I listened to a preacher, and sometimes he'll preach about an hour, but he, he, he likes to use this message as a, an example. He said, now, I might preach an hour, but he said, Moses did too. <laughs> he said, if you read that with any, uh, with any meaning, it's going to take you about an hour, so if Moses does it, maybe I can do it, he said. But my... That the word's good. It's it's powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword this morning. 